Sisterhood Podcast. We are your hosts, Maddie and Kate, and we are here to chat about all things motherhood, faith-infused entrepreneurship, and lots of real life. We want you to leave feeling loved, encouraged, and a whole bunch of excitement for where the Lord has you right in this moment. We are so glad you are here. So grab your coffee, matcha, tea, whatever makes you happy, and let's hang out and indulge in some joyful conversations. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Maddie and this is Caitlin and we are so excited you're here because we have a really great episode that we feel like is going to bring so much to your life today. Yes, for sure. Today we're going to talk about loneliness. It's going to be deep and we have a lot to say about it. Maddie and I both have our share of things to talk about when it comes to it, but we're going to talk about like seasons of loneliness and tips to address it and then coming out on the other side of it, all kinds of stuff. And so, yeah, we're really excited. But first, we're going to kind of recap how we're feeling right now because we both (laughs) are feeling a little crazy because we've had an interesting day with technology. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, we're we're not very funny people, but before we started this episode, <laughs> we couldn't stop laughing at ourselves. So <laughs> anyways, Maddie, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I feel a little weird. Like, I, I mean, we're going to hope I get through this episode and do well, but just being vulnerable, I, I don't know how that's going to go, but we're going to try. Like Caitlin said, today's been a weird day. We are baby free and like, we had this whole workday planned and nothing, yeah. nothing has gone the way it's supposed to. Literally no. every piece of technology, like Instagram reels, our podcast recording software and our email and our website, like nothing has wanted to work today. No, so it's all working <laughs> against us today. So, but it's here fine. We go. It's going to be good. This episode yeah. is going to be good. Yes. We can get through it. How are you doing? I'm good. Like, you said we're feeling a little weird but I'm also really tired so I feel like Maddie and I are both kind of delirious because yes I have been getting up at 5 a.m every morning which is fine because that's when Beckett wants to wake up but I just I feel like I'm on a roll with that but then by this time every day it's just like good night yeah I'm (laughs) ready to go to sleep so anyways yeah, that's how we're doing. Glad we could get that out and you yeah, know, get our giggles just, out. <laughs> Mac, Mac, Mac. Yeah, for real. High school musical vibe. <laughs> yes. If you know, you know. Yes. Okay, so we're going to jump right into loneliness and what that looks like. And I'm sure if you're out there and you're going through the season of loneliness, that this is going to encourage you. And that's our hope for today. And we hope we can bring you a little value. So um, we just want to talk a little bit about like the reason behind loneliness. And there are multiple things that can lead to it. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I mean, just depending on like what you do for work or whether you're married or single or whatever, like your loneliness can look different than someone else's. And just some ways that loneliness can occur is from your relationships changing or like a big life change in general, or us listening to the enemy and like listening to those voices in our head, telling us things that aren't true. And then, um, you know, holding ourselves to an unrealistic standard is a big like season of loneliness Mm -hmm. or it can cause a season of loneliness because we're busy comparing ourselves to other people. And then we feel very alone. And then also there's just seasons where God intends for you to be lonely. And that's the one that's like 
the most shocking and you're just kind of like, what the heck? And so we kind of want to talk through some of these that Maddie and I have experienced. Yeah. Um, so all, all of what Caitlin said are for sure things that I've gone through when it comes to loneliness, <clears throat> when it comes to, I don't know, experiencing getting older and, you know, graduating high school and going to college where you have no friends yeah. and you're in a whole different area and having to have relationships changing. And then social media, uh, social yeah. media <laughs> is the culprit of making me personally feel lonely because yeah. I know I'm going to, we're going to talk about this later in the episode today, but for me, social media I know for the longest time I would like get on there and I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing that. Or my house isn't like that. Or I wish I could be doing more of that. Or like, dang, she worked out every day this week. I haven't worked out once. Or like all this stuff, people's yeah. highlight reel uh, on is on their social media. And so seeing that when I'm not doing it, I'm like, dang, I suck. I yeah. And then it drives you into this hole of just being lonely and um, like Caitlin said, there are seasons that I know I've gone through um, looking at it now where I didn't know why I was going through that season, but there was so much refining that happened in that season. And looking at it from the outside, I knew that the Lord had me like in that season of loneliness, not because he is mad at me or um, I'm doing something wrong, but it's because sometimes the Lord has to like completely break you down to like reveal something to you. And in those seasons where I've been lonely, um, the Lord has revealed so much about my character to me. So yeah, same here. I remember, so one season of loneliness that I went through was a couple of years ago and it was 2020. I think we all felt lonely in 2020, Mm -hmm. but specifically the spring of 2020, I remember just feeling really disconnected from all of my friends, from just from life in general. But specifically, I remember I like would reach out to Maddie occasionally and just be like, Maddie, I really want more friends. And it's because the Lord was literally driving me into this season of loneliness. And I didn't see it at first. And it was one of those things where I suddenly like started to feel isolated. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like my personality is I want to have 500 friends or it used to be like I need to have as many friends as possible and I need things to fill my time. And like I never really got a second alone. And so in that season, I remember being like, I really want more friends like Maddie. You're my only friend here. My other two best friends, they live in different states or not different states. One lives in a different state. One lives in Charleston. And I was just like, I need more friends because I I needed someone to like fill that void that in reality, the Lord had put there for me to figure it out through him. And so in that season, I finally got to a point where I was just kind of like sad, but I'm not the type of person to wallow. I don't like wallowing. I like to be happy and I like to feel joyful. And I was like, you know what? I've got to figure this out. And so I really started to get on my knees, literally would get on my knees in my living room and just like pray and cry and worship and read the Bible and do whatever I could because I was like, something's going on. And like, I don't know what it is. And in that season, it felt really hard at first. But once I started really pursuing the Lord and I realized that it was something that he was using to grow me, I actually remember feeling at one point like, 
I feel like something's coming. And I remember telling you this. I was like, I feel like something is coming and the Lord's trying to prepare me for it. And it took me being broken down Mm -hmm. and feeling like I had no friends and being isolated for him to be able to speak that to me. Um, And so that is one season that I went through. And of course, like there's a lot more details, but long story short, I ended up or I didn't figure it out, but the Lord finally like allowed me to understand why I went through that season. And he brought me out on the other side of it. And because I decided to like pursue him and not wallow and purposely isolate myself and just feel sad for myself, I think that he honored that. And he honored the fact that I like took the time to pray and worship him and all of that through it. And he wound up teaching me some really big things and also revealing to me that I was going to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And so it's just crazy how those seasons of loneliness can turn into some of the biggest moment, the biggest teaching moments. For sure. And something you said about how the Lord like brought you into that season of loneliness to, you know, reveal to you, um, something that you're about to go through. And like, um, I know we have a whole nother episode on this, um, or we're going to record it one day about your story about become your heart changing and yeah. wanting to be a mom because Kaylin did not want to be a mom. And a lot of times like in that desert season, you or that dry season that we hear, yeah, um, the Lord can like break us down, like we said, but he can take what we were focusing on yep. um, and be like, Maddie, Caitlin, look at me. Yep. Don't look at that. Look at me and focus on me. And he strips away distractions and he strips yes. away anxiety and fear. And he says, focus on my face and I'm going to reveal things to you. And so I feel like, you know, during that season of loneliness for you, um, obviously you changed a lot and yeah. your whole personality changed and um, all that. So for me, um, I've all my mom is out there going to say preach. But for me, <laughs> for um, a season of loneliness came from like starting motherhood. And um, I was the first out of all my friends, um, mine and Sean's friends combined and separately um, to have kids. Yep. And so, yes, Caitlin and Hunter were pregnant. Um, but for us, we were the first ones to, you know, have a baby. And it was different because we didn't have like all these people to be understanding. Not that you weren't understanding, but you just hadn't been through it yet. So you yeah. didn't realize like when like I'm not I can't be on my phone 24 seven or I can't just hop in the car and go do whatever I want. Yep. Um, my whole life changed. And so did Sean's. And The Lord through that revealed a lot of things to me, but in the middle of that, I was very lonely. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like a depressed lonely. Like for me, I didn't experience that. So I can't speak on that. But for me, it was that my whole life changed so fast and I had nobody, no mamas in my life other than my own mom. Yeah. Uh, to relate with. And um, so it was different because I was like, okay, well, now I don't even have friends. Like I knew I had friends, but like <laughs> nobody, I felt like no one understood me and um, no one understood what we were walking through. Um, it was this best time of our life, but also the most changing time of our 
life. And like, we had no idea what we were doing. So we were like trying to figure it out. And there were so many times where even Sean didn't really understand like the feelings that I had because yeah. <laughs> I'm a girl, he's a guy. You know how that goes. <laughs> um, but there were so many times where I would just like sit and be upset or sit and cry or when Sean b- went back to work. And I remember there was like one time I was like walking around my living room, watering my plants and I had worship music on and I just cried the whole time because I was like, I loved that I had become a mom. I loved Keegan. I with everything in me. I loved this new title, but it was different. And yeah. I was like alone, I felt like. But if I would, I know it was my head because I know if I would have reached out to you and been like, hey girl, I ain't okay. <laughs> like, can you come over here? You would have been over here. But yeah. in those moments, I just felt, it's weird because I like felt like being alone, but I didn't know why. And I would cry through it. But looking back now, I changed so much in those months. Yep. And I'm not just talking about, you know, having a kid and it changing you. No, like my heart changed. My personality even changed way more. Um, the way that like the compassion I have towards moms now changed so much because of those seasons. Yep. And I feel like it's still there's still times where you can get really lonely because um, it. But let me back up. It definitely helps having friends now that have kids. <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like. It's I can relate to people in a sense and be like, oh, yeah, you can bring your baby over here, but like <laughs> get out of the house for the fifth day and a red day ain't happening. Um, so this I don't know motherhood. I feel like it's ever changing, and I feel like we're gonna keep growing in that. Yeah. Um, but during those moments specifically, in like the first three four months, trying to like learn it all and not really having any friends that like going we're going through it was just kind of lonely, but. I learned a lot about my character. And yeah. I know Sean did too. And he would say the same thing. I definitely think that seasons of loneliness help us get to a point where we're a completely new person and loneliness leads to new things. And yes. it sucks because in the moment, it's like you just like you hate it. You're like, this literally sucks. Like, I feel so alone. No one can understand me. And you could go on and on and on and just say all these negative thoughts. But like when you really try to like grow and pursue and just let the Lord in on your feelings, then it's like a few months later, you look back and you're like, oh, now I see. Now I see what he was doing. And so, yeah, seasons of loneliness are definitely really hard. But we have some from our experience, we have some like tips that you can use to kind of address those. Mm-hmm. And the first one being to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. This one being for really anything that you're going through, not just loneliness, but anything that you're going through, verbalizing it to someone, whether it's your husband or your friend or a family member or a therapist, like whoever you can talk to, whoever you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. verbalizing and getting it out in the air, I feel like makes you feel so much better. Oh, for sure. Because I feel like when you are not like you're just keeping it to yourself and in your head, you can, it's really easy to be like, I'm the only one that's gone through this. I'm yeah. the only one. Like, why me? And it's really easy to just like self-sabotage in a way. Um, but a lot of times, not a lot of times, honestly, so many people are probably going through that exact same season that you're walking through. Yeah. And being able to just verbalize it, getting it off your chest and having someone um, 
just connect with you and say, you know what, I've been through that or I haven't been through that, but let's talk about it and let's help you get out of that season of loneliness and make you feel more like surrounded by. And for me, verbalizing it to my husband has been, or not just even that specifically, but things in general, just like communication has been so like beneficial because my personality is to think that everybody else thinks just like me. Right. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) they're all thinking the same thing. So I don't need to communicate it. And there's been so many times where I think that Sean thinks or is thinking exactly what I'm thinking. And I've learned through the course of our marriage that um, honestly, that's completely wrong. (laughs) No chance. Exactly. And he he doesn't think like me. We're made differently. And so he we've always said, like, if we're in an argument or whatever we're like just communicate just say this was my expectation and communicate it with your spouse and that has helped so much there's been so many times where I'm like this is my expectation or this is what's on my heart and I just need to tell you this because I know that you are not me and I know that I just need to verbalize it to you so you know how to help me you know how to walk me through this um you know how to counsel me and that helps so much because Like I said, he knows how to counsel me, but he also knows how to encourage me through that. So another way that you can address your loneliness is just embracing the changes that happen in your relationships. So changes like if you are a college or you graduated high school and you're going into college and embracing that there is going to be change in those relationships or in marriage and becoming a mom and your relationships changing there. Yeah, for sure. So I know, like for me, when I became a mom, it was definitely like a lonely season Mm -hmm. too. And that was a little harder for me to adjust to. I was like terrified of being a mom. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, like all of this Mm -hmm. stuff. And then once I had a baby, it felt like for a minute, it was like my only friend is Google. And then also Maddie (laughs) because, (laughs) because I was like Googling everything because hello, I know nothing about babies. (laughs) And then I had Maddie, but like, I don't know. There's just so many changes that are going to affect like what season you're in. And specifically, I feel like those big life changes that we were talking about, like I remember coming into college and just being like, okay, this is going to be fun, but like, how do I make friends? And it's funny because my best friend in college, I literally looked at her. I remember being, we were in the same English class and she... (laughs) She looked at me and she was like, do you play softball? And I was like, um, yeah. And she's like, okay, want to, want to be on my intramural team? (laughs) I was like, okay. And it was like, I don't know. I just kind of embraced the fact that I was there and that this person talked to me and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to step out. And sometimes you just have to take a leap. And even if you're sad or you're uncomfortable or like whatever it is that's causing you to be or feel lonely, like embrace that. Like there's nothing wrong with taking a season of life and just embracing it, even if it's not that fun. Yeah, for sure. And like we said earlier, those seasons of maybe it's not so fun or you feel lonely, try to, instead of focusing on how much it sucks, focus on how you're going to grow. And um, that I think will also help change your mindset of how bad the season of loneliness. Yes, for sure. Um, so 
Another thing that you can do is to let go of those unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. This one specifically. So the season of loneliness that I talked about while ago in 2020, I remember, I remember being so sad because I feel like everyone around me had their friend groups and they had their people that they hung out with. And I would see it all over Instagram. It would be on Instagram stories. So-and-so is out getting coffee with Mm so-and-so. Or this person is out with this person. I'm like, how come I didn't get invited? Mm -hmm. And you have to remember, like, everyone, one, everyone doesn't know what you're going through. And two, like, everyone might be going through the same thing and just, like, trying to, instead of, like, isolating themselves or instead of trying to work through it, they're trying to fill their time with like spending it with other people. And on top of that, not only like seeing the highlight reel of your like friend groups that you like wish you were with, but also just like social media is a highlight reel of like the biggest moments in our lives. And sometimes it can be so lonely to feel like someone has so much or like they're just in like the most exciting time of your life when you're not in the most exciting time of your life and you're just confused and they're just making six figures and you're over here like, bro, I can't even quit my nine to five and I make $20,000. Like (laughs) social media is a highlight reel. Yeah. That is so big. I mean, I've talked to so many people where they speak down to themselves about just how sucky their life is or, um, they everything when they talk about loneliness, they're like, well, I don't have this or my life isn't as good as this or whatever that is. And if you think about it, it's because you're comparing yourself to some something or someone. And we have social media to thank for that. Well, a lot, not entirely, but a lot, you know. Yeah. So I, like I said earlier, social media has I've found myself so many times be like, oh my gosh, why am I comparing myself to them? Or I like lay in bed scrolling Instagram at like 1 a.m. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing after she had a baby. Oh my gosh, I wish I could work out that much. Oh my gosh, why is she so healthy? Or like (laughs) all this, or or, oh my gosh, look how much time she spent with her kid and like all these cool activities she had planned. And I'm like, wow, we um, did none of that. (laughs) And so it's so easy to compare those things because I've also been on the other side where I do post on Instagram and I know there's been times where I'm like, you know, if someone looked at this, they would be like, your life is so together. And I've actually had that comment. Yep. I have had someone tell multiple times, actually, but I know one instance for sure, someone uh, that I went to college with, she just said something like, oh, Maddie, why do you, you're never sad. Like you literally have the best life. Like you have your entire life together. You're married, you're pregnant, like all these things. And I was just like, yeah, I do like have great things. Yep. But like, just because I, and blessed and have these things that are it they are great that does not mean that i'm any less of feeling lonely yeah and um so because of hearing that i was like is this because of what i'm sharing like am i i mean i'm gonna be honest i don't share obviously when i'm sitting in my room crying or when i'm like taking a bubble bath just like sobbing my eyes out because it was just a sucky day like and so coming from both sides i've seen where I don't share, obviously, the worst parts of my day or yep. my life, um, but I also see where I will sit and compare myself to 
people's highlight reels on their Instagram. Yeah. And when it comes to comparing, you just have to remember that your words to yourself have the power to speak life or death. And Mm -hmm. literally, you can speak positively to yourself and just like cheer that other person on from this side of the screen and just say, you know what? Like they might have that, but I'm doing great here or I have this or just stuff like that. Or you have the power to literally sit there and wallow. Like Maddie was saying, like Mm -hmm. you can sit there and say, "Ugh, like I look so gross after having a baby Mm -hmm. or I don't have as much money as they do. And like, I don't have the house. I Mm -hmm. just, you can go on and on and on and your words have power and they can speak life over yourself or death. And I truly believe that like when you're in that season of loneliness, if you can take it and embrace it, like we said, and try to see where the Lord's growing you and then try to speak those words of life over that season, it's going to make all the difference. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we feel really passionately about social media, but specifically the last thing that we want to talk about as far as like addressing loneliness is getting help from a professional. And we kind of mentioned this when we were talking about verbalizing it, but specifically if you need a therapist, do not feel bad. Mm -hmm. Like there is absolutely nothing wrong with professional help and just talking to someone that you don't know, because I honestly think that, I mean, I've personally never been to a therapist, but I think if I went and I just like spoke everything in my brain out loud, I would feel like a million bucks. And we truly believe that like, if that's something that you need or you want to do, then go do it. Because I truly feel like it can help you. And that person can help you walk through that season if you don't have anyone else that you feel like can understand you. For sure. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Getting help is Nothing to be ashamed of, whether that's a therapist or someone at your church that you can um, just get vulnerable with and seek counsel. I know there's been plenty of women that I've connected with at our church over the years, and they have been able to pour into me. Um, I also think this is not anything that was written for us to talk about, but something that I think is a really good tip that I was given is to have people close to you in your life um, that are older than you and that are in a different season than you Yep, because they can give a lot of wisdom to what you're walking through. Because I know if I were to talk to someone like a college girl or someone that's graduating high school, going into college, what I would say now at 25 years old would be different than what I would have said when I was in what, going into college, whatever age you are, 18. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so being able to like speak that wisdom and when you're in that season of loneliness, there's you think that it's the end all be all, the end of the world. And But when you're on the other side of it, you can speak a lot of wisdom to people that are walking into that season. So that was my little side tip. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so we just want to leave you with some affirmations, some truths. For you to know. And we just want you to really feel good. If you're in a season of loneliness, we want you to listen to these and truly believe them. So first one, even if you feel lonely, you are not alone. And I can't express this enough. There are other people going through probably the same season, a similar season or a different season of loneliness. And Mm -hmm. you are never alone. You have people around you that 
will listen that love you and Maddie and I are here and we love you and we want you to know that anytime you feel alone that you can come to our DMs or like however you want to contact us you can email us whatever it is and we are more than happy to Zoom you email you whatever you need if you just need someone to talk to we're here but we really want you to know that even if you feel lonely you're not alone yeah for sure and um something that I have to tell myself all the time is feeling lonely isn't a reflection of how good of a mom you are, good of a friend you are, good of a wife you are, daughter, whatever you are. It's not a reflection of that. And so um, don't let your loneliness like just make you feel that you are not enough. Yeah. Um, And that leads me into saying that you are enough and um, your loneliness does not define you. You're not broken. No, <laughs> um, you are so loved, seen enough, and you're doing a dang good job. Yes. <laughs> and um, like I, like Caitlin said, there's always space for you here. Um, one thing that Caitlin and I have is we have a prayer request box on our website. Absolutely. And um, even if you don't have a prayer request, but you just want to talk to us, that is a good way to get in touch with us because that comes straight to our email. And we can look at those and just send you an email of encouragement or get you on the phone. Yes. Um, just to encourage you and let you feel, let you know that you are not alone. Um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank yes. you for listening. It is my prayer that you got something out of this, that you feel less alone, that you feel rallied behind, um, that you just feel encouraged, you know, walking in to maybe a next season of life you're going through or maybe if you're in this intentional season of loneliness. For sure. And we also want you to know that not only are we a safe space and we love you guys, but also we have a Facebook group and it's linked in our show notes. And we would absolutely love for you to meet other people there. It doesn't matter if you're in the same industry or what it is, but if you really just need a friend, we pray that that would be a space for you to be able to go and just not feel alone. And also to just... I don't know, get to know new people and make internet friends because sometimes your internet friends will cheer you on harder than the people that you have around you in person. And so we love you guys. We are so thankful that you listened today and we hope that you have a great day, that you're feeling good and that you leave this feeling like you are a whole new woman and you can speak life over yourself. So anyways, we launch new episodes every Wednesday. So don't forget, come back next Wednesday to hang out with us, have coffee with us, and we will see you then. Bye. Bye. We had so much fun getting to hang out with you today and we hope that you're feeling encouraged, loved, and full of purpose. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, we would absolutely love it if you would write us a review so that we can hear how we encouraged you. And if you haven't subscribed, go do that right now. Also, you can join the sisterhood by finding us on Instagram at the refined sisterhood. Okay, friend, we hope you have the best week and we will see you in the next episode. Yeah.